anytime you'd like. And we are recording. Welcome to episode number two of the Leverage Radio. I have Ashwin Hoon here with me again. What's up, Ashwin? How are you doing? Up, bro. What's happening? But here, Saturday night at home. What What are you drinking? What's in the cup? Um, since we're doing this late at night, I'm having coffee. I assume you are also having coffee right now. You told me you were drinking whiskey today. Why are you lying to me now, bro? You said no, so I was like, I'm not going to drink alone and be one guy on this podcast drunk and like everyone else is sober. So when has that ever stopped you? Yeah, not not very often, but uh, today I thought it was just be like we're going to have a guest on today. Somebody new is coming, uh, an outsider. Um, so I thought I'll be on my best behavior. Um, okay, okay, good, 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 good. Yeah, what's been up, man? How's uh, your week been? Uh, nothing. Um, I've been training hard. Um, I've been eating clean. So I'm feeling better this weekend um, from the last time we spoke. And another two weeks of this lockdown. Hopefully things will start to ease now. Um, I've also been doing online classes, which are going off pretty well. I've had some good reports on that. Um, so things are looking positive. How many uh, people in the online classes on average? We've had 32 sign up, uh, but on average we have 22. That's pretty good numbers for online classes considering that nobody can do a lot of training at home alone. But uh, despite that, people are interested to come and watch uh, to get you instructions. I think that's really good. I mean, I would be, right? Um, if somebody was taking these classes and I had nothing to do at home, yeah, um, yeah, I'd be glued to my screen. What else is new? Nothing, man. What's happening with uh, Piyush? You, you told him to come on at a certain time? Uh, yeah, I told him around 10 o'clock. We have to send him the link. So let me just forward that across to him. What are you working on these days? Um, nothing, man. Um, I'm wrapping up details on the tournament, and I'm just studying. Um, uh, I'm working Hawaii Lavato Junior's Gi stuff and Nogi, I'm doing um, Ryan Hall's new 50-50. So, I mean, I'm learning a lot of new things that I'm working on in, at the academy. Um, exciting. Um, I spoke to Rohit today from IJJ, the owner oh, of IJJ, and I I also spoke to Shiva from Alpha Omega. Hmm. I also spoke to Mike Morell. These three are down to be on the podcast in the weeks to come. So we do have an exciting lineup um, going forward. Nice. 
Rohit is just, uh, sorry, uh, Piyush is just about to come on. Cool, cool, cool. I've disabled the waiting room, so you should be able to hop right on without any trouble. He's asking, uh, how do I log on? I'm not familiar with Zoom. Oh, okay. <laughs> Makes me look like an asshole. No worries. Um, and hi, Piyush. Hey, what's up, man? Your your audio is not connected, I think. Just uh, have a look. Yeah, I think I think that's it. What's up, Piyush? How are you doing? Hi, Mohit. How are you? Hi, Ashwin. Good up, man. How are you? I'm doing good. How is uh? Quite good. Yeah, I was just gonna ask. How is this is a question on everyone's mind. How is life? Man, life is sad right now because we are used to training full time as Jiu-Jitsu competitor. Uh, since the lockdown, we haven't had that opportunity to do so. And on top of that, uh, yeah, basically when your life gets taken away from you, you don't have uh, many things to do. So. Yeah, I can imagine. I I believe you also had um, a birthday recently, yeah, on the <laughs> early April. Yeah. So happy belated birthday. Thank oh, you. Oh shit, man! Belated happy birthday to you. I don't feel very happy about it because I'm turning 25, getting older, and <laughs> yeah. getting close to that 30 uh, mark, that dreaded 30 mark. Mohit, how old are you again? <laughs> So I'm somewhere between 25 and 40. So let's just the right answer is ageless. So trying my level best. I went vegan uh, a while back uh, after oh, that, that documentary. Um, and it did for a while, but it just became so hard. Did you, did you turn vegan after watching that Netflix documentary which everyone was raving about? That's right. Okay, perfect. <laughs> not, not only did he turn vegan, he told everyone he knows he turned vegan. He turned and vegan. That's what most people did after watching that documentary. I was like, the so my thinking on it was that let me just try this out. Like everything else we try, you know, you hear, okay, you should try some yoga too. Uh, you should try doing some, you know, strength and conditioning, try doing this, try doing that. I was like, man. Let's try going on a vegan diet. Let's see what happens. Um, but, yeah. yeah. All right. So I've been vegetarian all of my life because I was born in a vegetarian family. And it is actually difficult because uh, as a athlete, when you want all those proteins, you don't get it from the vegetarian diet. So I wish I had the courage or that... Uh, <laughs> Uh, I cannot. I cannot eat fish. I cannot eat uh, meat. So only. I mean, the game changes documentary will have you believing that everything you need is uh, in veg food. It, just just rewatch food. it. Just rewatch it from time to time. Yeah, you feel okay. How are you dealing uh, with the lockdown, man? It's uh, claustrophobia at its peak. So what true, are you true, doing? True. So. Uh, in the first month, it was very bad because I just resigned to everything and I was like, fuck it, I'm not doing shit. So <laughs> I started eating a lot of pizzas and I got a little bit of uh, belly fat, which like really jolted me out in the reality. 
and then i'll like okay now the leverage also got announced around the same time like ashwin contacted me so i was like okay i need to work on getting fit again so after that i started doing some home workouts and apart from that what has really been a key factor for me like to spend my time throughout this uh, so that was an old hobby of mine which got relegated when i discovered jiu jitsu and got all into it so i started playing a lot of chess and studying it uh, so that has been taking up all my time recently uh, ashwin is also a big chess, chess yeah. fanatic yeah i was actually very surprised when i visited your gym and i saw like that round table with chess boards and a team <laughs> monitor to study matches that was pretty cool Like, I've been I've been forcing the guys at the gym to play chess in their free time. Um, you were the one who, who was forcing it. I didn't know that. Yeah, I mean, I put the fucking infrastructure there. These bastards wouldn't do it if I wasn't there. <laughs> so, so, how, so how long have you been playing it? Me, bro. I I've recently I used to play it as a kid. I've recently started playing again. I actually I had a chess now? coach. I had a chess coach. I don't know. I'd have to check. I'm I'm not that great, but I played. Just to keep my mind busy. You have a chess coach. Who is that? Oh, this dude. This dude called Vikrant. He's a fucking psycho. Like, is he, he a title player or what? Um, I will get his exact details, but I. But he is extremely good. Um, I don't know what his uh, competition stats are, but as a coach, he is. He's he's very very good. So um, I started uh, when I was like a kid, and I used to play with my grandfather, who used to beat me a lot. Uh-huh. And then uh, in high school, I got uh, I played with my friends, and there was one friend who used to like beat me a lot because we don't play with any kind of systems, right? Like when we start, and we don't have any idea of like what is strategy. Game, what is middle game, what is strategy. We just play on a whim, like most people do. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So after that, like when I discovered the world of YouTube learning. So then I started watching lectures, and then I went back and beat both of those guys. My grandfather, <laughs> and that other dude. So that was pretty sweet. So that got me hooked to playing it on a regular basis. You beat the guys at gym, right? I heard uh, you destroyed Amon. I'm glad you beat him. He's talking. He's talking a lot of shit nowadays. I didn't destroy him, but yeah, it was a sweet revenge for the which I lost. Ah, <laughs> good. He talks a lot of shit. You don't understand. The guy wins one game, and then you have to hear about it for weeks. Yeah. He's taking screenshots and sending to different people. <laughs> yeah, basically. <laughs> <laughs> you won't stop talking about it. Sean's the same that way, man. So, um, what what's been your uh, routine for the last few weeks? Just playing chess, uh, and what about working out at home? So, so. I was uh, waking up pretty late. Like uh, when I was doing jiu-jitsu, I had like a pretty uh, uh, accurate timetable where I used to like wake up early and then go to sleep by twelve because I had to wake up in the morning again for training. But when there was no training, I again uh, was forced back into my uh, unhealthy lifestyle where like I was waking up late, twelve or one, and then because it actually makes your day shorter. So if you wake up late, you don't realize how the day passes. Off. So, I had that going on for like a month, but now I have started uh, going back to the original routine. Like I'm waking up early, I'm uh, doing my workout, 
early in the day and then studying some chess theory and yeah then watching whatever stuff so um when this lo- when there's no lockdown what does a day in your life look like when i did the um okay so in so i train here like twice a day one uh, class starts at 7 o'clock in the morning and the other one starts at 7 o'clock in the evening so we i wake up at around 6 go to train we come back at around 10 or 11 after like having all those group chats post training group chats uh-huh. and uh, then i take a nap generally after eating lunch and then i go wake up and go back straight to the training and in the middle whatever time i used to get i used to like watch video study tape and do that kind of thing plus uh, i also started teaching here so some days of the week i would go to a different location to teach yeah that was it. so that was my follow up question um if you had started teaching and um aside besides you and rohit um what is the uh, i mean are there any good teachers in the city in the city mm-hmm. uh i would say ijj is pretty much only the gym which caters to like for ourselves when we learn jiu-jitsu apart from that i'm like really having hard time remembering my memory is really bad so i don't think so rohit is absolutely the best teacher like i've uh, met till now and he's just focused to the details is like pretty amazing and most of us uh, try to imitate his style of teaching like the attention to detail part and uh, yeah a lot of we take a lot of inspiration from him so apart from that devok also teaches uh, at ijj so he is the assistant coach there and yeah i think if you have like one guy guiding you down like uh, through a methodology or a philosophy i think it's a trickle down effect and everyone uh, gets better through that so mm-hmm. yeah man how does the role between you and devok go me and devok man is really competitive he is a beast he doesn't get tired and like it's very tough yeah it's, it's neck to neck but it's very very tough so Dude, when did um, you sorry when did you when did you start training uh, like properly so here's my jiu-jitsu journey i started training uh, in 2017 january 2017 January and I started at BJJ India back in Delhi. Oh, I'm yeah. sorry to hear that. Yeah, and uh, after <laughs> that I trained there for like eight or nine months. After that, there was some bitterness between me and the coaches there because I was trying to self-teach myself a lot and doing outside the gym training a lot. And you so started getting some... and and you started getting better than them. I'm guessing because. Um... uh that would not be the humble way to say it but uh, i'll just... say it i'll say it you don't have to say it man i'll say it i'll say it you don't have to say i wouldn't say, say i wouldn't say better because eight or nine months is still like not super good in jiu-jitsu you are still understanding a lot of stuff but it was like i was trying to learn new things which they were not savvy to they were like not savvy to the leg lock game and everything and they didn't want me to do that so basically that was against their gym culture and environment and i violated that so i got kicked off so then after that <laughs> and then then after that i went to cross train yeah cross train was a pretty good gym because uh, it showed like where the next level of technique progression uh, what does it look like so that opened my eyes to a lot of uh, new stuff and which was really good looking back 
and after that i was like okay i don't want to i actually interesting story i messaged you guys that i want to come and train there and whoever like replied to that text i think it was ashwin maybe they said yeah, yeah sure come down any time and then it was just so far from my location like it would take seven or eight metro stations and 45 mm-hmm. minutes yeah yeah and i didn't i didn't make it and uh, after that i made a plan uh, to just switch cities because i was no longer interested in living in delhi so i moved i I, I remember this because this was i think after you had beaten zoran competition if i'm not mistaken no i think that was before oh, that. it was before okay was because before. because i came okay. to bangalore and then i competed here yeah uh, okay 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 and uh, what exactly got you started in like jiu jitsu you know because it's not a very conventional thing it's not a, something everybody does we do like like what about you start how did i start um how and like what got you started so i uh, basically there was a mugging incident almost mugging incident which happened with me so my previous life was prior so i used to do magic i was a professional magician in uh, delhi and in one of my gig uh, it was like pretty late at night and uh, i was leaving the location where the event was and it just got like very uh, gloomy and dark and i saw some people approaching me they snatched my cards away from my hand which i had and since i had the blazer on they thought that uh, this guy looks rich and he we can like take some money from him so that happened and that gave me a little bit of trauma that i cannot i didn't feel confident enough in myself so at the same time i was watching ufc i just got into ufc because there was that conor mcgregor bandwagon going there and uh, i watched uh, brock lesnar versus uh, was it randy couture or the one guy who he arm triangles i don't remember his name right shane cowen shane cowen yeah shane cowen that was good so i saw that arm triangle and i was like how does this shit work like mm-hmm. what is the mechanics behind it that got me really interested and then i searched for some like uh, places to teach this and a sambo gym showed up i think it was that tanshi sh- karan or something sambo has all of this shit but then finally somehow i reached uh, bj india because it was close so that is the story so tell me more about um BJJ India man I've heard a lot about that gym um give me like I mean with I mean I'm not looking to call them out I'm not looking to pick a fight I just want to know what the whole trip is about because I've heard things and not very uh, good the, the the only criticism which I would have uh, for them is that they don't uh, work on the skill level progression if you are a competitive guy so they cater more to the hobbies generally and uh, like the one year i was there the only thing i learned was body fold take down and uh, scissor sweep so that was it and every day you are coming to class you are just learning that kind of thing so it just gets boring for one year for yeah. one year that's what you learned yeah and oh. if you start learning different stuff like they are pretty much uh, what is it so whatever i i i uh, didn't have a good equation in that sense okay them. cool 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 Hey man you answered the questions uh, a lot better than i would have uh, <laughs> <laughs> what what have you heard what have you heard i've heard again they hold back um, a lot of people um, and personally having trained around the world um, 
i can tell when you're legit and i can tell when you're not legit yeah yeah um i would just say that they are not very legit and i'm saying this on a public platform because True. plus uh, one, because that's correct yeah i would cut you sorry uh, so my other criticism was that they had that whole uh, traditional martial art thing going on there where like you cannot ask the senior guys to like uh, roll to roll yeah so yeah. Uh, those are kind of thing which turn you off that you cannot have that kind of thing going on if you are a legit hey man as a as a rule if i'm if i'm teaching a class and i better be ready to roll with everybody in that class yeah. no matter how injured i am if i'm teaching the fucking class <laughs> i'm going to roll with everybody in that class yeah and and i try to tell my students to do exactly the same i don't want you to be the fucking the guy sitting in the corner and rip say you have to get through my white belt you get through my blue belt before you can come roll with me um as a rule i don't like to use that um because fuck you man get tap big shit is roll yeah and yeah. even if you don't tap you just set an example uh, as a leader that and about w- what martial arts is all about that not having any ego basically first of all uh if you are into that kind of thing all the people do have, still have ego but you you should as a leader just set an example and just train with everyone of course man and at the same time if you're not willing to um put yourself in bad positions or situations yeah. how are you going to learn anything exactly what's the point of training it's not training then right yeah all right go ahead moth <laughs> <laughs> sorry about the segue <laughs> no, no that's cool that's the worst segue ever but um, <laughs> so pish like uh, just want to know a little bit about your background i don't think we even did a proper introduction you are a b uh bronze medalist in this year's under 77 kilos adcc india yeah not not uh, very proud of that but yes well facts are facts uh, <laughs> that's why we have you on here you will be competing at the leverage fight night which is an event uh, that we are putting together so just uh, that's why we asked i was just asking like when you started jiu jitsu did you go all in balls to the wall or was it more of a gradual pick up for you uh to becoming this competition uh, driven guy i think i think i think once the bug bit me i was all in and that happened within like a week a month or so i would say because after a month uh, i used to i shifted with a guy who used to do jiu jitsu with me at bj india and then we bought mats and then we started training even at home oh, lovely training. yeah so i think uh, i've been pretty consistent in that regard uh what was the other question Uh, no just uh, this that did you go balls to the wall and how did you decide that you wanted to do this competitively versus uh, you know as a hobby or just for self defense yeah i think i like the fact uh, that is so mentally peaceful thing to pursue in life basically martial arts in general and jiu jitsu is so technical in that regard that you can just keep learning and there's no end to it so i really like the the leverage just <laughs> giving your competition a shout out the leverage part <laughs> of the jiu-jitsu so that uh, in strength to a certain point and uh, you can beat bigger people you can be a smaller guy and still uh, you can be an older guy and still do better against athletic people so that was that was my main thing in the beginning nice and uh, what what's what, how long is uh, your average like jiu jitsu session uh, of course 
non-COVID. Uh, let and me just add to that question. What is um, a session at IBJ? Uh, can you explain to me, if you don't mind, how it's broken down and how it's uh, how the class rolls out? Yeah, so we basically have uh, 30 minutes of or 35 minutes of technique to begin with. After all those warm-ups, uh, we don't have a very big warm-up. Uh, which cross train is really famous for like if you go there they'll fly you out with like 45 minutes or 40 minutes of warm-up which I have never completed even once while I was there but at IJ, IJJ they have like a 5 minute or 10 minute warm-up and then we have uh, 35 minutes of technique uh, and we adopted like when I came to you and asked like how are you structuring your training the exact same thing which you answered we do the same things because that is the best way to train, I feel, where like you are doing a lot of positionals and then you are doing mm. rolling at the end. So, mm -hmm. yeah. So, and then after every class we roll. Which was uh, the fact which I didn't like about BAJ India because the rolling time was super less. Some days we would never roll and sometimes it was like five minutes, which is like very outrageous. Because that's five rolling. whole minutes? Five Damn, minutes. bro. Yeah. <laughs> two minutes down, dude. Two minutes down. Like, what are you supposed to progress in two minutes? No, no. Uh, see, actually, you know, if you're doing, uh, sometimes you're prepping for comp, two minute round, two minute rounds can be actually very useful if you do a lot of them. If you, do, if you do a total of five minutes. If you do a total of five two. minutes, it's <laughs> not very you useful. You do two and a half rounds and you're like... <laughs> yeah. So that is my other advice so, with them. You're prepared for that lift battle. <laughs> and uh, what's your background? Like, I am an economics graduate. Ashwin is. Uh, you want to guess what uh, uh, Ashwin is a major in in college? Let's let's just throw it out there. A lot of people may not know this, so let's have you on the show live. Uh, I, I I don't exactly remember, but I guess I cheated because I watched the earlier podcast which you guys did, where Ashwin was telling <laughs> that <laughs> he was even managing uh, IPL and he was doing a lot of sports uh, competitions. Okay, like, okay. Managing. So, yeah, nice. so what did you do basically? I'm, but, uh, I'm an English honors graduate, man. English English, English honors graduate. English. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, then, so then we are same same people. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, because I was not a graduate for the longest time. So I came to Delhi with the purpose of uh, uh, graduating, which was like a decoy because I wanted to do magic there professionally. So I told my parents that I'm going to pursue English honors, which they were fine with. But uh, then uh, after like giving two exams, uh, the, I skipped the third one because I was full time into magic back then. So I was like, fuck this. This is my <laughs> So you disappeared, huh? So, so, so I dropped like two years and then I had to complete it after I came to Bangalore like the last year. So this is, I wondered why um, your Instagram handle was IJJ Magic Man. I was like, okay, this guy must have some real slick move, like pulling shit out of thin air. Um, <laughs> no, so it evolved actually. So I was a Magic Man to begin with. And then initially it was instead just I underscore magic man, which was like the trend at that time of naming all your emails also I slash this and I slash that. I think I missed that trend. Yeah. <laughs> when I when I came here, uh, Rohit advised me why not just add the double J to it. <laughs> <laughs> it's free marketing instantly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah that's Good cool. man. Achha, let's tell me something, Piyush. Um, any injuries bothering you right now? 
my knee injury has almost healed which i got from the adcc uh, it still it still feels yeah from and fuck that guy it still feels like it feels pretty awkward when i lift it at certain angles but i'm waiting to test it out when i get back to rolling and do you know what it was exactly do you know what you injured which part of the knee uh it was inside uh, like it was a mcl i guess because mcl was... or medial meniscus right mohit more than i am the expert yeah yeah so um i have uh, shredded both my knees completely but i think uh, it was actually good acls mcls meniscus whatever what, the... what did you what did you injure it with like football like a asshole <laughs> He, no like he looks or just no no bro just like football like the first one the first one was um, I was basically in grade 12 my foot landed on the ball and it went wobble and then cracked all the way uh, oh, 90 degrees like my knee was basically po- my my the he- my heel was pointing up to the sky and I was like flat on my In fact, in fact, a lot of people don't know this, but before this ADCC, Mohit caught me in a heel hook and popped my LCL. <laughs> oh, that's, was that the reason you is, didn't compete in the weight category? You, you just saved yourself. No, no. The the reason I didn't compete in my weight category is because I'm pretty sure I had the coronavirus at that point of time. Really? I am one hundred percent sure now. Because just I mean, after the competition, uh, even I got the exact symptoms. Symptoms which they are talking about. I had cough for the longest time, like four or five weeks. And I, I had, had a fever time. for yeah. I had a fever for ten days, dude. Did you Did you think Mike passed it off to you? You have had it for a pretty long day, staying now. Yeah, Mike. Mike I mean, yeah, good. no. Yeah, let's let's blame Mike. Yeah. He doesn't uh, doesn't take care of his hygiene well enough. I guess. <laughs> yeah, he's a dirty guy, dude. Sick guy. <laughs> <laughs> he's going to. Has he has he been training uh, in this duration? Mike. Yeah. Mike, yeah. So Mike, um, he's been staying at his academy, um, and he's got his foster nephews with him who are bluebirds. So yes, he has been training, um, yeah. but I'm. I asked him the other day. I was like, "Mike, why aren't you taking any online classes, man?" He's like, "I will answer that on your podcast." I was like, "Such a fucking dick, bro." He <laughs> <laughs> just... doesn't want the heat. I was like, "I was like, just fucking tell me, Mike. Why make me wait four days?" Yeah, I think uh, even we as a small group are going to get back to it now. It has been a long time out of the yeah. game, so. Let's see, because they are lifting up the movement restrictions here. We couldn't even move through like from one area to a different area because they had posts everywhere. So that made it really difficult to go anywhere. And yeah, let's hope. Yeah, yeah they, same here. It's just very similar here. Like I'm in Delhi, Ashwin is in Gurgaon, and I can't get through uh, to Gurgaon. Um, these guys obviously can't come to Delhi. So it's like. You know, it's hard to figure this out, but uh, what, what I believe in Delhi right now, bro. Today uh, they've uh, just said that the lockdown has extended till the 17th. 17th, yeah. So center se hai, but Delhi me they basically uh, everything is a red zone, and anything is a red zone. A- every single district is a red zone. and within the red zones they are saying apparently that there are some things known as containment zones which are really high uh, probability areas wahan pe sab band hai 
but even within red zones like local markets and stuff like that are opening up so there are some positive signs uh but i feel like um, you know gym sports all these things are you know where mass gatherings are happening yeah. uh, i i feel like they will be the last ones to come about yeah. i don't think they are going to allow the gyms to open officially till like late september or something yeah i'm thinking yeah. august or september uh, ideally we will will open i mean that's realistically but um, i mean i'm hoping for june that's <laughs> that's pretty <laughs> optimistic hey man <laughs> hope hope uh, uh, tell me something do you guys train uh, mostly gi no gi or you integrate uh, so, both what's the scene like there so we have like a 60 40 ratio 60% gi training and 40% no gi but uh, oh, after nice. the last adcc or uh, just before the last adcc we decided that we are going to compete uh, and take the adcc singapore seriously so i personally have started to focus all my time into no gi now like i used to love gi i was like a gi only guy but now i am going to turn no gi only so uh, how many guys do you have who are going to be heading to singapore currently like the competition squad i guess because uh, there are four or five guys uh, who have competition aspirations uh-huh. seriously uh-huh. so let's see i guess four or five people so they devesh asha devot billa maybe yeah okay okay any other schools around you guys that uh, produce decent talent I mean, there is one uh, Gracie Baha Sanjay Nagar. It has been able to introduce there, but so, uh, <laughs> I I haven't heard. What about talent from what about Gado? Uh, what happened to that place? Yeah, so Gado believe, was a really nice place, actually. But I yeah, believe Lachlan Lachlan uh, went back to Australia, right? Yeah, Lachlan uh, had some visa visa issues uh, which happened with him, so he had to go back to Australia, and he also got married, so he has opened his own school back there now. so that team got disbanded here but yeah okay. they were doing really good they had some good mma guys training there and they were supplementing their bjj training really well yeah lakhan uh, he he was good man um he came by to the jaipur academy that's where i think i first met him oh, and did nice. you train with him yeah of course of course and uh, he is he is pretty legit then i believe when we came for that bangalore competition um the squad went and trained with them uh, with Garu's guys so ashwin was was there he will probably be able to attest better to that yeah i, I haven't rolled with him personally because during my time he visited my gym like just once and i couldn't get the chance but uh, i've heard he had like vicious like locks foot locks in general like those tibia breaking locks <laughs> which i definitely hate. How much uh, strength and conditioning are you planning to do, or like do you normally do in a in a week? Like, so I am of the school of thought where I don't consider strength and conditioning to be like that valuable, and just like doing jujitsu all the time is more important for me. But now I'm beginning to change because I had. in the last edcc i struggled with my conditioning i got i gassed like uh, in the first half of the uh, regular time mm-hmm. and after that and i couldn't wrestle or do anything because of that so this was the match, match with rachit rachit yeah 
so after like after a regular time i was super gas and i took a desperation shot and then he reversed me and from there th- things went down and i know so, i remember watching that uh that from the sidelines because i think that was in the absolute also or it was at your division no that was my division yeah but you both had signed up for the absolute correct yeah true 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 yeah because i was wondering why i was watching that match i think that's just, why i just was just before watching. the match you came to me and like you're like you'll do well against him don't worry i know that it's game it's fine so i was like okay <laughs> you did <laughs> man hey you had uh, rachit is good I, um, he's really good um, but i've seen your game and how how did you lose to me in points yeah it was like some 10 2 or something like that interesting you in- got tired in the in the in the regular time the score was 0-0 but in the overtime uh, i shot a single and he did that kimura take trap yeah yeah trap take down and then from there uh, he passed went to mount took my back got me in a triangle and at the end i escaped out of that and got him in a heel hook but the time went off so it was pretty uh, exciting match so um tell me something uh, in I have very strong opinions on conditioning for jiu-jitsu. Um, what are yours uh, in? And I'm not talking about strength training. I'm just talking about uh, cardiovascular conditioning. Um, so, what's your opinion on this? So my opinion was that for jiu-jitsu cardio, you just need to train as much jiu-jitsu as you can. But now I'm realizing that uh, you also need to build some juice in the legs. so you need to do like a lot of stance and motion and that kind of jiu jitsu conditioning which is like specific mm-hmm. to jiu jitsu mm-hmm. and yeah just basically the muscle endurance is like very much uh, useful when you require it when you have uh, like yeah gas tank is very important so i'm looking to improve in that area also do you do you supplement your cardio training with any types of cardio like um, you run do you swim do you cycle anything uh no basically so most, of, most of the time yes. yeah most of the time i don't have time in my day for those extra activities because maybe let's say swimming it's a little bit far so i cannot travel and uh, running i'm not a big proponent of that because it uh, puts a lot of pressure on your joints so and joints uh, are already like uh, over pressured in uh, jiu jitsu because you're doing so much of leg loss So I think it just prepares you for more for the point injuries. That's my interesting. Okay. Um, what do you th- What do you do for your strength and conditioning? Maybe I'll. Uh, um. So for my for endurance, I I do shorter rounds, um, but very fast paced rounds, um, but. like you are always going for uh, sweeps and submission things i don't like stop so um if so the round is not a like the rounds we did when you visited our gym which was post yeah. uh, competitions so the full round i try my best to not stop moving uh, top bottom um That's i don't stop really moving um so that is and i only use jiu jitsu to assist jiu jitsu i do other kinds of training just to get my mind of jiu jitsu but i think the only type of training to uh, Uh, build your card, cardiovascular endurance for jiu jitsu is jiu jitsu yeah so we are on same page on that yes man uh, i agree a lot of people say oh you should run or oh, you should fucking hike um no man it's like if i was playing badminton i would just play badminton to get my endurance better for badminton 
it doesn't i don't think it carries over to other sports it doesn't it doesn't if you start boxing today you will get tired but you can roll for like 1 hour 2 hour you won't yeah. get tired so i think it's very uh-huh. exactly exactly so so talking about uh, conditioning and uh, what to do like what what do you do for recovery uh, from all that conditioning and all that jiu jitsu training so and that is the most difficult thing to answer as a full time jiu jitsu athlete who also as you know jiu jitsu we don't get paid a lot and since we are putting all of our time into jiu jitsu we are not having uh, much money at the end of the day so there is uh, less scope for taking many supplements for me right now because of that situation so uh-huh. yeah it's a struggle i think and i really liked uh, the craig jones documentary straight out of nowhere have you seen that so in that he also tells his story in the same way that initially when i was doing this i was like getting so bad in shape that even the docs were saying uh, that look after yourself take care of yourself so i think that is the struggle part of jiu jitsu where you will be like super fatigued super tired and you won't recover properly other than just sleeping and resting uh, what are you, what what are your thoughts on mexican supplements <laughs> my thoughts are that you should yes do it at or no highest. <laughs> uh, my thoughts very honestly are like you should probably do it at the highest level where the stakes are so high that you require it you don't need it definitely for this level right now you just should just focus on the technique yeah i um, think i I'd, i'd snap somebody's neck if i took them right now it's not useful it's not useful at this level. The leg level if you if you are facing an athlete like andre galvao i wouldn't mind doing it to just like <laughs> yeah, yeah you, you need some of that jesus juice if you're going as galvao because then if you are just normal like felipe pena you'll just get destroyed i know man that dog uh galvao didn't get tired in the match uh, i saw <laughs> i i had the, i i saw it live with zorao from our gym and mike as well yeah galvao did not get tired dude that guy just knows how to win he came prepared for it he came prepared for sure dude he didn't give him an inch so do do you guys wa- watch all the tournaments together like as a team or what do you do how do you watch so mohit doesn't know much about jiu-jitsu so i don't watch with him but uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, i'm kidding i'm kidding i'm kidding uh yes i'm going to do, uh, uh, learn through these podcasts this is my uh, <laughs> initiative to improve no, no, my knowledge we watch the replays i watch them uh, most of the time i watch them live alone and then i break it down with the team and things i miss out most of the time they will catch yeah i think when you watch it live i just try to like enjoy it from the spectator point of view and not just like focus too much on technique uh, part for that you definitely need to like watch it alone and uh, watch it with that kind of focus where you are breaking down stuff so you're right man uh, uh, why not enjoy it while it's live uh, but even if i watch it again it's i mean as a fan it's still ridiculously entertaining yeah like watching it live was uh sorry sorry yeah. to interrupt but what i think is if you're watching it uh, like last time i tried to watch the adcc the one ashwin saw live online and it's so hard to keep a track of all the yeah, matches man. and then the screen there, there are four matches going on and all of the matches have like good people who you want to watch and it's so confusing <laughs> yeah. at the same time so it's very difficult So later, if you watch it, you can at least uh, watch all the matches in the match. Absolutely, you'd have Gordon on a, on one match. Yeah. You done? 
the connection is unstable <laughs> you're unstable <laughs> so we would have so the the tournament would have three different match you'd have gordon on one match you'd have carry tonen on one and you'd have fucking dushkesha on the third match yeah. so you can imagine what we're going through watching that shit live dude it's like, it's like asking a mom to like decide between who is the favorite kid because <laughs> all of the matches are so exciting and it was and especially the commentary like the flavor of commentary in all three was different so you would just uh, i especially like that uh, british dude uh, i forget his name again some so he does the commentary like color commentary style where like he is just hyping up everything so that was just getting your heart beat are you talking about aussie man no no not aussie man that british dude <laughs> who does commentary in most of the bj tournaments especially in polaris oh i think it, i know what you're talking about i can put a face yeah. to him but i don't i forget his name yeah he is a bj dude too is a black belt cool man uh, so what do you think uh, where else have you trained you trained at cross train you trained at bjj india and in the gyms you visited in the country yeah there is a gym called warriors home uh, are you familiar mm-hmm. with that shit <laughs> shit they have some pretty good guys up and coming guys some yeah you cannot have all of them come on <laughs> i'm trying man i'm trying um acha tell me so that apart from that i haven't uh, visited a lot of gyms if i remember correctly yeah i think uh, four or five gyms yeah who do you think is going to be your toughest match at leverage at leverage i think me and rachita are again going to have a battle and this time i like last time i saw all of my mistakes i watched that match like a thousand times now and i saw where i could have attacked and where i was like being very passive so i think he is going to be the toughest competition for me i think rachit and you in my weight class are the toughest competition in india for me so watch out <laughs> <laughs> he couldn't even say that without laughing <laughs> well if you would not burst out laughing maybe he would try <laughs> <laughs> yeah what if you so, got serious like Let me finish. What are you saying? What are you saying? Like, what if if I had said that and you became all serious, then I would have to take that. <laughs> hey, fuck you, dude. Hey, this is quiet. This is quiet after that. This is quiet. This is quiet after. Yeah, yeah. I don't so, happen. Uh, happen. I've seen that happen. Piyush, what what are some of your? I know you said you're going to compete. You know, those are your short-term goals. Uh, ADC to Singapore, as and when that happens. um and such competition so what are some other short term goals you have personally i think the short term goal is to just keep training and getting to the next level the long term goal i think in my opinion is to get to adcc and like get that uh, breakthrough match with someone so that i can build a career of that match so that is that is the long term goal and the short term goal is to just like train as hard as possible as many times as possible and just break through to that next level um okay i got a question for you okay yeah um how do you think a match between sid and rohit would go uh again i know look at it as objectively as you can I know stuff. I think I think I've rolled with both of the people and uh, Rohit kills me every fucking time. So I have to definitely go with Rohit, even though I, I you would say I'm biased, but I'm not. 
<laughs> I think I'll take Rohito instead. Okay, okay. Yeah. Cool, man. Uh, I haven't had the chance to train with uh, Rohit yet. I play with Sid. He's good. He's good. Sid is good. Um, no, Sid is definitely good. He has been doing it for so long. He is theoretically sound and even uh, his Jiu-Jitsu is really great. But I think Rohit is just next level, man. His movements and everything, his body mechanics, everything is just next level. So we had started, uh, the gym started in 2012. Jangir started it. And Sid used to actually make the trip down from Delhi to oh, Gurgaon nice. and he used to train with us. And I, uh, Jangir used to teach at Cross Train, he used to teach BJJ. Yeah, I and, heard about it. Yeah. And when Jangir sometimes couldn't make it out to Delhi, I used to go to Cross Train and I used to take those classes instead of him. Oh, wow. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, so we're way back with, yeah, we go way back. What, what was the last time you rolled with uh, Last Sid? time I rolled with Sid was at the Nationals, I think, first round. Nationals? Which Nationals? One of the Nationals in Delhi. Uh, me and Sid had a match. Um, oh, I won on points. Um, okay. Yeah, but it was a good match. He was... thing with Sid is he doesn't get tired. He's got good wrestling. Um, and he's yeah, got definitely. good base, which is also a very... If you notice, um, all the cross-train guys, they have a very good... Base. I mean, it's very difficult to off balance these guys and get them off and onto the back. Yeah, and on top of that, he's a really uh, good striker because he has been doing boxing all his life. Plus, he's uh, mm-hmm. a high-ranking Muay Thai guy. So mm-hmm. I think, yeah, he's very, very diversified in that regard. Yeah. And that's no, why. Sir, he, yeah. yeah. So that's again. Uh, that's why he has an MMA academy. Same with our guys. Uh, so Jangir again is a pedigreed Muay Thai practitioner. He he's, he used to train under Edgar, who is oh, his is a Dutch kickboxing coach. And Frankie Edgar? No, no, no. Edgar Nurdanus. Uh, I'm not sure how I pronounce his last name. But he's yeah, a good. Dutch kickboxer. Again, um, really good, legit Muay Thai. Which is why we guys used to cross stream with each other back in the day. Awesome, awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, Mohit asked me these questions the other day. Uh, Mohit, you you want to give those top three, top bottom three questions again out to him? Sure, why not? Um, but before that, now let me ask mine. By the way, so uh, what would be your like top advice to things to keep in mind before a competition? Like, let's say you know two days out from competition or a day out of competition. Uh, Don't masturbate. Don't masturbate. Uh, even on top of that, uh, the one advice which I think I have to follow is not to smoke up. <laughs> because that really fucked me up this time around. You were smoking non-stop before competition, <laughs> during competition, on the day of competition, before the night of competition. So that really, uh, <laughs> that really takes, it, takes a toll on yourself. <laughs> I was not expecting that answer. I would not expect that. Good, good. Uh, somebody, definitely something to keep in mind. <laughs> and, so did he um, have top three? Or did he have top no, top just one. Top thing. Okay. <laughs> this is a really good one. Top. Let me just yeah. say. <laughs> if we asked 100 people, this would be like 85 people would say, don't get high the night before. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, um, and in your mind, what is your best attack, best technique? Uh, without giving too much away. Like something you enjoy, 
catching people in, like you feel, oh, okay, gotcha. Um, something <laughs> I, I, I recently found a love for attacking back because that wasn't part of my game for very long. Like I used to right. just uh, be a, like good from everywhere, but not mastering anything. But uh, recently, I was trying to develop that part of my game uh, a lot. Apart from that, yeah, I think, uh, yeah, back, finish from the back. I think that's the best one for me. Notice how he said finish from the back, Mohit, and against Sega Nikitschok, which your brain jumped to. Cool. But it actually did because I was thinking there is a satisfaction of locking on a rear naked choke and finishing that. No, that's not it. There are many more finishes from the back, Chavla. Come on. I know, I know. I'm just saying, like, as that. Man, I asked you the other day, this is what you also said. You're like, yeah. I don't know. I don't know what. I think yeah. I think I want to ask this question to you uh, guys that what do you think about the triangle? It is such a highly uh, rated submission in Jiu-Jitsu but I find that because of my leg length sometimes when I go with some smaller people and I put the triangle properly on but still there's sometimes like where I'm struggling to finish it and sometimes I find the people who are like the perfect fit for my thighs and the triangle just comes on like within 2-3 seconds. So, in that way, it's like a very uh, unreliable submission for me, but still it is so highly rated. Like, what do you think? Um, for somebody with legs your length, I'd recommend every other triangle except for the front triangle. Uh, what happens with the front triangle is a lot of space can generate and it's a very obvious escape and defense to the front triangle. Whereas, if you go to the opposite triangle, you the rear triangle, you go to the triangle. These are a hard to catch for people with shorter legs, but they're effortless for guys with legs your size. So I would recommend personally uh, attacking everything but the front triangle. And you lo- I just. Think, I think catching the triangle is the easier part when you have longer length mm-hmm. of legs, but finishing, finishing it is a struggle, time. right? No, uh, man, that squeeze will kick in, and it's just again the thing with the triangle is inches. Or centimeters make a big yeah, difference, makes a difference, right? If you if you just a lot of people struggle with this initially, um, and they just say they can't finish any other triangle except for the front triangle. Millimeters to the left or right will make a difference in the finish. Just drill it perfectly every time. That's all. Yeah. What What is your your favorite submission? Mine. Or position? Yeah. Mine. I'm 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 very specific, man. I take the back and the rear naked choke. That's it. Not the outside heel look. Fuck no. <laughs> that's 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 an easy one to catch, man. The outside heel hook is effortless to catch. The rear naked choke is, I think it's, you've broken somebody's game down, you've taken them down, you passed their guard, you mounted them, yeah. you take that's their like back. I've done, I've beaten you, right? Yeah. When I do that, someone there is no argument to be had. It's over. Yeah, and in back finishing from the back, uh, choking them on the face or <laughs> the neck. <laughs> <laughs> again, again, like Nikki, Nikki Rod says, anywhere under the eyebrows. Anywhere under the eyebrows. For, 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 for exactly that thing, I think uh, strength and conditioning is important because then you will have, if you have good biceps, <laughs> yeah, good muscles, you can just. Uh, just. Just like rowing exercises, man, get your back strong. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's it. None of those gorilla juices. I don't know, maybe. Yeah, all right. All right. Uh, I got another question, man. Uh, Rohit, uh, except for Rachi, uh, Piyush, 
except for Rachit, give me some call outs. Give me some super fights you'd like to have. Aman? I don't know, man. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I can, uh, if I have the strength still to like go against Aman and then embarrass myself again. Losing to a smaller guy, like it's so difficult to digest. Bro, but that's the thing. That's the thing, man. He's so small. The other day, yeah. I mean, I was training with him recently and that's a little fucker. You just can't keep him down sometimes. Yeah. I like hate smaller people in general. <laughs> 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 like, you know, if you're bigger than you, you still have an excuse for uh, not being yeah. good against them. <laughs> But when the true philosophy of Jiu-Jitsu works, you are like really... <laughs> <laughs> Man, forget all this. <laughs> like all that to be honest, I, I actually, I was also thinking about this, that who is the other guys, who are the other guys in 77 kgs? Because I really don't know about them. Because even in uh, my weight, when I compete in these local tournaments here, I don't find a lot of guys. So I have to compete in absolutes and then find people that but 77 kg's exact weight, I think you and Rachit are the only guys who I can see in the mm-hmm. country right now. At that level. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And um, what, what is your actual weight, by the way? Is it 77 or is it my? I yeah. walk around at 82, 83. 82, 83. Cool. I max I'm out at about 83. 83. I max out at about 83. Um, but I, I cut down to 77. Talking about weight cuts, how do you uh, prefer to cut weight? Like you just uh, do jiu-jitsu and cut it or like you do some extra things? I don't, so when I say cut, I don't mean uh, like an MMA cut. I would just gradually lose the weight in the, uh, through the training camp. So six you weeks out. just get back to shape. Basically, increase some rounds, increase some uh, positional, situationals, and get my heart rate up. Just get my heart rate up and eat clean. Nice. Yeah, eating clean powder is the difficult one. <laughs> Dude, it's the hardest. Trust me, I know, man. Everything else I can do effortlessly, but the fucking food, bro. What, what, this period what, is really bad for that also. What is what? your favorite fat Yeah, exactly. I agree. What did you say, Moet? I said this lockdown is really bad for that to stay disciplined. Like, at least when you're training, uh, you're like, okay, man. I'm not going to eat the chips. <laughs> Eating, eating is the only thing which I feel like can pass your time these days. Like if I have nothing else to do, I'm getting bored. I just want to eat. It's the only thing you look forward to, man. <laughs> exactly. And that too. <laughs> Once you're high, you want to just... <laughs> Not me. I don't, so I don't smoke. Uh, more than um, So I, I, I wouldn't know. Maybe Good yeah, please don't up. incriminate yourself like me. <laughs> <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> no clue whatsoever I'm, what I'm you just, are talking about. One second. I'll give you an example. Piyush, I'll give you an example. Look at the sign behind Mohit. Okay? What behind? Look at the sign behind Mohit. Just look closely at the sign behind Mohit. It's written Mo- the wrong Mo- way. Mohit, I cannot see you on the screen. Okay, hold on. I'll pin Mohit's video and you can have a okay, look at it. Okay, now I'm, I'm speaking now. You'll be able to see it. It's like multiple shit. You see how so, leverage is written yeah, backwards? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. It's so, something you would do definitely when you're not sober. 
Dude, so the problem is basically when your webcam is on, whatever you put, it looks backwards. So it's just bugging me. So, <laughs> so Mohit, I'm going to write it backwards. It backwards. How was I supposed to know? So that when we watch it in the camera, yeah. it would Mohit thought he was in an ambulance for a second. <laughs> yeah, yeah I, I did exactly that. <laughs> you put too much thought into it, Mohit. I know when that happens. Man, man, I put some production value into it. I thought, yeah, guess what? <laughs> Yeah, I do, yeah, but like then it's too bright, you know, it's like I feel weird sitting at night with all the lights on. Uh, right, I, have, I, have, I have another question for you. Yeah. Uh, you can choose not to answer this, but how would you rank? Give me top five guys at IJJ. Top five guys at IJJ? Uh, in order, think... in order from top to bottom. Rohit, then? Uh, Rohit. Uh, can I place two people at the same rank? Yes, absolutely. Okay, so I think Dibuk and me will be on the second rank that way. Then we have Bile and Devesh. Obviously, Devesh, sorry, I forgot him. He's on, I think, on the second rank. Me and Dibuk on the third rank. Fourth uh, will be Bile. And there's a wild card Bukka who beats us all. So. Not dude, about her. dude, she's, <laughs> she um, is. I would put her right on top. Yeah, she's like. Oh, the pound when, when I went to IJJ, I was not that skilled, and she used to beat me a lot. Like I got submitted by her armbars, and it was so embarrassing. <laughs> and, and the thing is that those people enjoyed it. Like those people enjoyed <laughs> coming from different gyms and getting capped by a smaller girl. Yeah. <laughs> I know what you mean. In fact, she messaged me right now. Um, I'm looking to put her on the undercard. And oh, she's awesome. actually done some research and found herself an opponent. So I'm going to go and contact this opponent now and Who, see if they're opponent? open. One sec, hold on. Let me pull this up. Let's get the opponent before we do a name drop. I think so, yes. Let's, let's pull up the... Let's, let's confirm, get a confirmation on their end and then okay. <laughs> we'll, we'll share it again. But, I mean, but it looks like a legit opponent, I'm not going to lie. Nice. Good shit. But I've been I... following uh, what Asha has been doing on Instagram and she's keeping busy, man. Yeah, man. I, I actually uh, got a little bit of motivation watching her videos of like working out and doing all that shit. And I was like, what am I doing? I'm just sitting there. <laughs> But what have you been working on right now? Are you studying something? Except for chess theory? Uh, honestly, I was not watching a lot of jiu-jitsu because whenever I was watching it, I was feeling an insane desire of actually going and doing those moves. So mm-hmm. that's very difficult so you... to just keep it in the head. Mm-hmm. But uh, now I have come into terms with it where I have started getting back into that groove of studying because now we are going to start training once again. So yeah, so what I have been studying I've been watching a lot of the this Gary Tonin's new video. Uh, exit the system. Exit the system. Oh no, the wrestling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, yes. One, that is like pretty good. So I was trying to work on that. And yeah, I think just like you, I again I answered this question like, what do you study? And you said that all the BJJ fanatics DVDs which comes mm-hmm. out these days. So yeah, that's what yeah. we try to do. So I'm just staying. I'm just staying up to date, man, and not yeah. just for my country. I'm staying up to date for yeah. on an international level. I think I'm mm-hmm. trying. 
I think we have to do that because that's the best way to train as well. Like getting specific and specializing in those areas is like so important. Like you cannot just be a general. So when I first heard about IJJ, um, you guys were relatively gi oriented. Um, you guys been working on your wrestling? Yeah, we have been working on the wrestling, especially the other guys, because I joined the academy like pretty late, like around one and a half years ago. So back then I had like zero wrestling, but it improved like a little bit uh, after that. But still, I was very lazy, so I didn't work on it that much. But other guys are like really good. Rohit has really good wrestling, but still, uh, we are primarily uh, card players. We love to play card, and yeah, there there are people who are good at wrestling there. Um, well, do you have any out? Do you have Do you have any outside help or Rohit? No, I think Rohit does the research work uh, in wrestling, where he like studies the top guys and then calculates uh, mm -hmm. that knowledge to us. Mm -hmm. And we do all those drills and we try to link it up with Jiu-Jitsu as much as we possibly can. Like Danner says that you have to integrate it, especially the coming apart from the guard and then wrestling there. Headlock. That is the most important part. No, uh, right, man. So same, similarly with our guys. Um, like wrestling is the new sweeping, basically. That's what... Wrestling is the old sweeping. <laughs> 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 I've been getting our guys to wrestle, um, and some of them are just they old they jiu-jitsu guys, so they hate it. Yeah. They hate it. I can't explain to you how much these guys hate wrestling. Even I hated it a lot, but I think I've come to terms with that. <laughs> I realized you cannot get away from it if you have to become like good at a certain level. So when we were at the old academy, we um, so. Ashwin and Jangir used to take wrestling Wednesdays. So for as long as that academy was there, maybe three to four years, nearly every Wednesday we would put in for specifically wrestling. Um, nice. So some of the old guys have done it quite a bit, but always, you know, like it's good to go back to it. And uh, especially so integrating it, like you said, with Daniel's stuff. Yeah, so when you did wrestling back then, did you used to just like work purely on wrestling, like going for singles and doubles or like yeah. you used to sit with Jiu-Jitsu at that point? Then? No, obviously everything is integrated with MMA as a whole, not just Jiu-Jitsu. Yeah. So yeah. you have your entries into the shots and you have when you take them down, what to do from there as well. So the system as a whole would be integrated into mixed martial arts. So yes. We would work on BJJ as well after the takedowns to be integrated accordingly. Yeah. Uh, but tell me something. Do you watch a lot of judo tape or wrestling tape exclusively from I, your BJJ? I, I, I watch I watch uh, uh, wrestling a lot these days because I think just watching how they prepare the shots and how they go in for the singles. Although it is not like super useful in jiu-jitsu context most of the time. But just like watching how those guys operate is very essential. Like while you try to learn the same motor movements. So I don't watch judo as much because uh, again, I said, I'm not looking for uh, deep grappling in general to like uh, work my takedowns in. If, if I'm doing gi, I'm just pulling guard every single time. I'm not working on my judo. But for no gi, you definitely require a lot of wrestling experience. So, for um, so what's different from um, the thing with BJJ wrestlers and actual wrestlers is that I've noticed personally is BJJ wrestlers 
cannot chain wrestle, which means they can't go from technique to technique to technique. Yeah. Whereas um, if you watch um, some of the decent wrestlers, in fact, the guy who faced Gordon Ryan, I think in, in the finals of their weight class, he's a Marcelo Garcia black belt as well. He's a high-level NCAA wrestler. And Vinicius? Yes, mm-hmm. I, 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 think, I think it was him only. Uh, but some of these guys... Yeah. Some of these guys, you should just if 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 they can, you get a hang of how to chain wrestle. I think um, your BJJ game can seriously seriously take off. Now, what um, I've realized is that wrestling is basically jiu-jitsu done stand up because in jiu-jitsu also you're looking to like chain techniques. If you just do like a sing- singular technique, it is not going to result against a good guy. So even in wrestling, if you're doing a single, you have to like have all the options in the same way as you do in jiu-jitsu. And a lot of techniques do. Um, uh, overlap like half oh, nelson, right. three quarter nelsons, quarter nelsons. You have the cradle, your front headlocks. These things are not exclusive of each other. So um, I think a base of wrestling is so important for somebody who's prepping nogi. In uh, um, today's age, in today's age. Another another big difference which I find between uh, jiu-jitsu guys doing wrestling and the wrestlers doing wrestling is that they in jiu-jitsu they waste a lot of time on the feet like they'll just try to like hang on the collar ties hang on the head and like waste like 10 minutes eight minutes of the match and then try to wrestle in the last nine right. ten minutes right but wrestling mostly they have rules which facilitate that where they'll call out stalling very quickly but still they try to go for it mm-hmm. they want to mm-hmm. they believe in their takedowns basically mm-hmm. no but the thing with bjj guys is the second you're thinking about take down your opponent knows um we have a no bullshit rule in the academy if you waste too much time on the feet Either I'm gonna fucking fly and kick you from the end of the room, or <laughs> one of you has to pull. One of you has to pull guard. So like, um, I've been trying to encourage that uh, activity when these guys are just standing and um, holding onto each other's heads. I'm trying to get rid of that completely uh, because it's just a waste of time. It's eight minute round. If you do it for six minutes, what the fuck was the point of the eight minute round? Yeah. I think I think the biggest fear is to get sprawled on, but I think you have to get over that like, personally for me to like. <laughs> but why? 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 You 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 get sprawled on, you pull guard. That's what we wanted yeah. all along. Yeah. Right. That's. I mean, the second you're thinking about it, it's not going to work out. I think, in my experience, the second you think about the takedown, doesn't go through. Initially, like I was very skeptical about wrestling because I didn't want to get injured also a lot. That's mm-hmm. an important yeah, factor. Yeah, right. Yeah. So, yeah, just generally not going against bigger people uh, while wrestling is also like a wise choice that you can make. Like, if you're <laughs> wrestling, train with uh, smaller, less. No, you're right, man. I, I actually, the first time I tore my meniscus uh, in my knee was wrestling. Um, I mean, I, I haven't injured myself. Too many times doing jiu-jitsu, but wrestling will injure you. It's tough. It's not easy. And most of the wrestlers, if you see, their knees are gone. Yeah. Knees, necks. Knees, necks. They don't even care. Like I see some people is taking single leg attempts, and their knees are togged to like 90 degrees Mm -hmm. where they're trying to. The The knee is bent medially. No fucks. Zero fucks. (laughs) Hard motherfuckers. Yeah. What are you saying, Moet? Another. <laughs> <This> <laughs> You're prompting, using something. Go ahead. Mohit, Mohit had some experiences with wrestling too, right? <laughs> I mean, uh, yeah, like bad ones mostly. 
but yeah, you can call them experiences, whatever. Uh, Wait, I wanted to ask you this: uh, What is what is your status in Jiu-Jitsu right now? Like, are you training full time or are you doing some separate work on the side? What? what thank you, Piyush. Thank you. <laughs> uh, well, right now zero training, but uh, bro, me and Ashwin were supposed to open an academy. In fact, right now uh, was the plan. You know, like we were going to open in May. This was wow. right after his uh, ADCC win. Um, I mean, we were talking about it before as well, but we decided to move ahead with it. And of Have course, that we we had decided an area where we wanted to do it in South Delhi, um, but because of you know, since March, early March, this Corona thing has been on, we were unable to do you know, fuck all. Uh, apart from that, yeah, bro. I think he was. I think he was referring to your competition goals, Mohit. I know I was getting, I'm getting not, not, not I'm just competition, but like a career jujitsu. Like, do you want to teach in future or something like that? Yeah, yeah. So, so that I shouldn't hate me saying this, <laughs> but uh, I mean, I have a very similar story like yours, man. I just felt like I could get beat up anywhere outside. I was like, fuck this. I need to learn something. Um, and now for the last maybe you know two two years, I've got an academy in Jaipur with Ashwin and Jangi. That I have been teaching, and that's kind of been um, a sort of catalyst to kind of doing this a little bit more professionally and giving it more and more time as much as I can. Um, I also work in education, so I do have some stuff on my plate, but I do plan to kind of give more time to jiu-jitsu, start competing more, and uh, building this community, building this whole thing, man. So it's not going to happen if everyone doesn't do their part. Like if Ashwin's job is to fucking work his ass off and research and study and train people and take online classes, um, our job is to show up for those classes, train hard, put ourselves out there and see what can be done from that. Uh, like you are doing with uh, IJJ and Rohit as well, you know, like he needs your support to train, you need him to learn, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So there's all these layers of work that are going on simultaneously and um, I mean I'm definitely taking it as serious as I can and I do plan to compete for sure. Um, When do you plan on competing? I mean if somebody drops out for leverage for instance uh, I'll be there man I'll be ready. So and I'm always like our mentality from day one has been anytime anywhere so you could like, you know, um, uh, your mentality, our mentality, I said, has been anytime, yeah. anywhere. I'm ready to train. I'm ready to compete. There's no issue there. If you're injured, that's a different story. <laughs> Boy, you got to call out, bro. You want to call somebody out right now? Uh, <laughs> what is, what is the mo- weight, Mohit? Uh, I'm about your weight, bro. So, I, I don't, you don't and I, you and I could right be, now. Could be oh, going, let's uh, do it. at some point. But, oh, uh, shit. <laughs> is this, you don't is want, this a call out, Piyush? <laughs> <laughs> you don't want this heat, bro. Yeah, bro, oh, I remember, we could, I don't yo, we'll do a, a, you and me. One second, one second. Have you, guys roll, have you guys rolled together? Yeah, yeah we have. Yeah, I rolled with How'd him that go? the last time. How did that go? I don't remember exactly how did it go. Yeah, you do. No, 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 no. 
but no, but no, i remember tell. i remember it being a tough role like maybe he was just playing with me because every one of you was like very kind of no uh, you also had a really bad injury to your knee so nobody yeah, yeah. wanted to fuck with that at all yeah. so but i think you and i would be prime candidates for a high lo- high rollers match <laughs> <laughs> only only if we get a bag of weed after we win <laughs> bro uh, let's keep this on the dl These are all the things we can. Assume have been said. You can just beep it off. Oh God! No, no, this <laughs> one. I was actually thinking this is going so well. I'm going to put this one as a video out instead of putting um, it out as radio. But then I'll have to change the name of the thing to leverage video. So I don't know how that makes sense. I would put this out as a video just for that picture behind you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just that. So and that's the logo from now. That's the logo from now on, backwards. Backwards leverage. Oh, I, I'll make I'll make a creative for that as well then tomorrow. Let's do it. Let's do it. It'll be an interesting All right. Joke. Awesome. Um, so Piyush, uh, thanks so much for being here, bro. We really appreciate mm-hmm. it. Um, my pleasure. Train hard, stay safe, stay healthy, and uh, we'll see you soon in Delhi, huh, bro? Sure, sure, sure. You guys do train hard. Uh, Mohit, Mohit. Yes, Ashwin. You ain't shit. <laughs> <laughs> See you guys. Bye. <laughs>